And welcome back to our Book Talk segment of the program. Great to welcome today a woman who has written another one of her great travel books. Of course, she's the uh, best-selling author of uh, the number one travel book of all time, 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. But her latest is called Why We Travel, 100 Reasons to See the World. We're joined today by author and uh, uh, travel journalist Patricia Schultz uh, on the telephone. And Patricia, good to talk with you. How are you today? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're, you're up in New York, right? My hometown. Are you, are you up there today? You bet I am. The Big Apple, and it's a glorious late summer, early autumn day, and it's just beautiful. That, that's the time in New York I miss, even though I love living in Florida. I grew up up there, and September and October are the nicest, uh, probably the nicest two months up yes. there weather-wise. So uh, that's a good time yes, to be up absolutely. there. Absolutely. I love yeah. it. But you, you really make a, a nice living, and I always thought it would be kind of fun. Uh, you know, I've done radio broadcasting stuff, but I always thought it would be kind of fun uh, talking to several people that write travel books, being a travel journalist. Uh, it seems like a fun job, uh, is it? I guess it is. You've written books about it. <laughs> yeah, and I've been doing it my whole life, so that's confirmation. Um, it's a very um, deeply rewarding because, you know, I've I've been – encouraged and assigned and allowed um, to visit places that maybe I would have gotten to eventually on my own. I'm not so sure, but have, you know, kind of sped up the process and had me visit a lot more than I ever would have anticipated at this point in my life. But, you know, I, I when on my off time, when I'm not working, uh, what do I do? I travel. So that kind of shows just how much I love. You know, there's no downside to travel as far as I'm concerned because it's just a rewarding and satisfying and um, relaxing if that is what you need and an invigorating and exhilarating if that is what you're looking for experience. And, and it's kind of the theme of the book, too. I mean, the other ones you've written, of course, are, are, are more of uh, just kind of giving little snippets of, of different places around the world or pe- places people should see. But this one goes into more of of uh, again, why we travel, what 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 the benefits are, and what the, why we want to do it. I guess is, is a better way to put it, right? What's in us that wants us to make us travel? Yeah, and it and it doesn't need to be. Uh, it's such a personal thing that you know, if you ask five of your friends, you'll get five crazy different answers. But at the end of it all, I think everybody agrees that it's. Um, it's an investment in who we are and the the lifestyle that we hope to create, which is one that um, inspires us and um, educates us. And, you know, we learn about different places and things. We experience other cultures and ways and enriches our life so that when we do come home, whether it's after a long weekend or, you know, a very elaborate three or four week trip, we come home, you know, reset and uh, with a different um, worldview. You know, what we bring home with us is a different way of seeing things. And right. we come home and it becomes a win-win situation because then we, we experience home-home, our literal home, and um, with a new appreciation or with, you know, new eyes. So there's just no downside, really, because when you're away, you're having a great time. When you come home, you come home recharged, ready, I think, to then deal with all the stuff that you managed to leave behind. And hopefully we've created a beautiful lifestyle or a bubble here at home so that we come home gladly. And uh, we come home, however, with much more of an appreciation or respect for what we have. And not just our, our lives and our family, but our customs and our politics, our government, our freedoms, our ways, you know, the U.S. in general. Um, if, 
you know, we've chosen to live here for a reason. It's reconfirmed time and again every time we fly back into this, the country, for me at least. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I was fortunate. Uh, our family, we had a chance. Uh, our parents uh, would take us along with them as, as kids. And I just remember as a kid, obviously, we, you know, I did the Florida a lot because that's what you do when you live in New York. You go to Florida for, if you can, for, for holidays. We went to Hawaii and, and other places. And, and you look back on it now as an adult, obviously. You look back on when you were kids, how uh, not only the fun you had, but really how important it was to be able to travel as a kid. So I, I guess that's important. If you can afford it, uh, take your kids with you, right? It's, it's important for them. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a it's a very interesting thing that you've touched upon because I hear it regularly that the kids are too young or we're going to wait until they get older. Well, they're, you know, like under 10, they're 7, 8, 9 years or whatever. And I guess to wait till they get older means that to wait until they're in college and they can travel on their own. But um, <laughs> families should travel more with their children because my earliest memory ever I was four years old, and we were off to the Jersey Shore because how exciting was that? Sure. You know, we had very modest means, but explain that to a four-year-old kid. I just thought I was the luckiest kid in the block, and I remember, I remember clearly and vividly. So kids may not remember the specifics, but they do remember the experience of it, and it helps them, you know, it kind of broadens their view of life outside their little bubble, you know, outside their play dates and their romper rooms and their grade schools and their, their, you know, their buddies back home. So it opens, it begins to open their perspectives at an early age, and it's never too early, really, in my book. So, um, yeah, I think that families should travel. And again, you know, road trips, we have incredible national parks. We have beautiful state parks. We have two coastlines with, you know, islands off the the coast that are all, you know, available and manageable and accessible to us. And it doesn't have to be crazy expensive, and it doesn't need to take a year of preparation and planning. So I really encourage people, however it is you travel and wherever it is you go, just to do more of it. Yeah, I was four as well, the earliest I remember, in uh, Atlantic City. I remember that was one of my earliest with my folks. And then Cape May every year for a long time. And then I was four or five, I think, we went to Puerto Rico. So, yeah, those four, you don't remember a lot at four, but I remember enough to know I was there. (laughs) Yeah, you probably don't remember much else about four, but you remember your trips. So that in itself speaks volumes. And that's how it was for me. And my parents were very encouraging. I mean, really, they couldn't find on world maps where I was going next, nor could they really figure out how to spell it or how to pronounce it. But they were so encouraging because they saw that at an early age that travel really, really made me happy, that it was, you know, what I upheld to be the reward for saving my money, for saving my time, for, you know, what I would do when I needed an escape, when I needed therapy, when I needed to just get away. They were very understanding. They had never had that themselves. And like I said, we came from a family that never had had much and never traveled much, but whatever they saw brought me joy. They encouraged me to do it, and here I am. That's it. <laughs> so I guess it kind of paid off, huh? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I know we have limited time, Patricia, and again, just want to give the folks a, a, a little taste of the book. You got great pictures in it, obviously, and your kind of thoughts of uh, of uh, you know your, what you're going through as you visited the, each of these places. And I guess one of them that kind of stands out for me. I've never been up there. I'd like to see these in person. The Northern Lights. I saw them briefly. I think. I think we saw them in New Hampshire one time when we were up there. I'm not sure, but it, but it, that's kind of a fun thing to see, isn't it? You can, yeah, you can see them. You can see them at that latitude, but you really, really need to go 
you know, if not into Manitoba and northern Canada. And, uh, you know, Iceland is a very popular destination for northern lights these days or for the summer, the midnight sun, you know, during the summer months. And Norway especially is very popular. They are nothing less than breathtaking. Is it worth getting on a plane to travel hours to see them? Yes. But, you know, there are no guarantee, and I guess that's why it's all the more special when they appear in the sky because you can pay, you know, a million dollars and nobody's going to be able to guarantee you that you'll see them. But if you go the right months and you go more than just 24 hours, they say three or four nights is almost a guarantee that one of those nights, if not all of those nights, You'll see them, and I promise you, when you see them, you won't soon forget them. Yeah, great thing. Why We Travel, 100 Reasons to See the World is the uh, full title of the book, and Patricia Schultz has uh, been our guest for a few minutes. And uh, Patricia, you want to give out your website where people can get more information? Yes, 1000places.com. And also to visit um, amazon.com to buy the book, or we always encourage people to you know, to support their local independent bookstores because everybody's had a hard time these past sure. months and years. So um, wherever you find it, I, I hope you enjoy it. Great. We'll also put a link on our website as well. And just before we wrap up, is travel, it seems like it's almost back to normal. I don't know if it'll be fully back to the way it was, but is it much better right now as we talk? Yeah, they say that this summer was a bit um, of a challenge, but already things are coming down and into the fall and the holidays. I think 2023 is really going to be a banner year. Um, things will have sorted themselves yeah. out and people will be back, if not in the same numbers as before, then close to, yeah. Well, I'm planning on going to Hawaii sometime early 23, so uh, I, I hope you're right. I think you are. Enjoy. <laughs> Patricia Schultz, yes. thanks for being with us. We we'll hope you talk again. Thank you. I'm Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America, isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids, right here at home in the United States of America. 